Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is the ninth episode and the first episode of the Brass Palace story arc. And, uh, wow, I'm, I am thrilled. Uh, thank you to our patrons, patreon.com slash adventuring. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the show, for uh, caring about the show, for, for putting a little bit of your money and your support where it counts. And if you're not a patron, uh, you can. You can do that. You can go there and be a patron. And becoming a patron gets you access to things like bonus episodes with special guests. It gets you access to uh, uh, be able to participate in the Beholder sessions uh, at certain levels and the secret patron chat on our Discord. So head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and, and become a patron. There's cool stuff over there for you. Uh, if you're looking for a different way to support the show, you can go to adventureinkpod.com and pick up one of the t-shirts that are over there. Uh, there are some limited edition Spellslinger t-shirts that will be available for uh, uh, until uh, September 1st. And then something new will take their place. So uh, don't miss out your opportunity to get a Spellslinger shirt as, uh, you know, we, we got some time, but it's slipping away. There's also some stickers and posters and things on the uh, on the store. So go and check that out. It's another way to support the show. All right, let's get started. Hello, folks. I want to talk to you about the East Coast Trolls and their Kickstarter for the world of Capernia and the Oak Haven Anthologies. Watch saw the fires burning in the outpost, a mile or two from the sea walls. Townsfolk barricaded themselves in their shops and homes, horrified as unearthly deep shouts and depraved laughter echoed off the halls and into the streets. Our militia armed and mounted. We were all older, hardened, veterans of conflicts that have slipped into the faded memories of the few of us left. We charged from the east gate, riding hard. As we approached, I could hear the war cries, and screams of tiefling clansmen and women. By the time we achieved, the plateau was all but silent. There was only one survivor. (laughs) Just a wee bit of a thing. I carried her back with me. What you just heard is an excerpt from what I think might be one of the coolest features of the Copernia campaign setting. The digital version of the product comes with voice files like this for you to enhance your game even if you're not that great at voices. I really love this approach of utilizing the technology to its fullest to support and guide the game. It's the touches like this that are going to make the Copernia campaign setting a must. Head to their website, eastcoasttrolls.com, and sign up for the Kickstarter mailing list so that you are on the front lines when the Kickstarter goes live. Don't miss this opportunity. I think it's going to be very, very cool. Uh, And you're not going to want to have let this one slip you by. That's the world of Capernia and the Oak Haven anthologies on eastcoasttrolls.com. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. 
Bill Roth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm -hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Let's get started. So, uh, okay. as the four of you are planning to venture to the Brass Palace, uh, Hoburn has set you up with a small contract through the Commission Legion. Uh, to escort a caravan that is traveling from here to the Brass Palace. Traveling with a caravan is always going to be a, a better travel than traveling by yourselves on the road. It's faster and uh, you can make money on it. Um, plus there's, uh, you know, other people. So um, he sets you up with that. It's not a ton of mon- not a ton of gold, but uh, it, it does leave today. So you have a couple of hours uh, in town before the uh, caravan leaves uh, to do whatever you want to do in town. Uh, Adventure I- shop. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked. Money, money. Uh, wow. I'm also, Belroth is going to buy studded leather because, like, come on. He's going to do it. Whatever that costs. He's just buying it. I'm sure it's not hard to find. 45 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> The adventure shop does sell studded leather along with its uh, other magic items. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and re-roll what our magic items are here and uh, send you guys the link. Ooh, exciting. I'm not going to buy the studded leather until I see if there's fancy studded leather. (laughs) 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 Like magical or something? Or just fancy, like better looking? I mean, I'd be open to either. Um, okay. Oh, man. I hope, you guys, I hope if there's tattoos, uh, this time they're not, uh, I just hope they're better. uh, You know, that arcane tattoo really was helpful for me, actually. I was the only one who got through to the other side without any severe negative effects. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I did fine as well. Oh, well, never mind. And yeah, like, we're all on the fine. same page now, man. True. <laughs> it, except like only one of us has that uh, tattoo on their foot. Yeah, uh, it looks all sun faded now too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, I need to. I need to re empower it, but it's kind of expensive to re empower. It's two spellstone, which we haven't. We haven't gotten any more spellstone, right? Um, you didn't uh, last time. You can purchase spellstone. Um, okay. but, uh, no, you did not get more spellstone. Hmm. Like, do you just like ground it up into like a pumice and like rub it on there? Like uh, if I'm a cream, if I'm or, honest, like, how does it, I have, how no does idea. it work, man? I don't quite know. Moon touch sword. That's fun. What is 
Uh, you walk into Elgrimon's shop, and uh, he immediately is like, Deeran? Yeah, man, I know. Uh, hands in pockets. All right. And and Belroth, we good? What? I'm, I'm good, and Freya is also good. Out, outside. Freya is outside, right? <sighs> no, but I will... I will set her up outside. I got a little bowl of food for her. I know that's fine. No Just gonna... set her up outside. I'll I'll tie her. I'll, I'll tie her to this. You're okay. Yes, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Welcome. Hi, Elgrimon. Uh, hello, Ellery. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are I'm, you? I'm doing. All right. You guys look like. Well, honestly, I mean, you look like. Um, you look like you've started adventuring. You look like like fledgling adventurers. Uh, we actually came from the Demon Isles. Wow. Wow. That was fast. You you didn't leave that long ago. Yes, yes. I, I actually brought you something this time. And he takes a purple flower with teeth on it and uh, hands it to Elgrimon. The hell is uh, this? Uh, <laughs> I picked it right from the, the Demon Isles, the, the island of protection. You uh, didn't some... tell us that your trees have eyes there. They, uh, and teeth. They, they they don't. They don't normally. I've, yeah, I think we. Yeah, that's true. That, that that that's the weird things that are happening. But still, uh, probably one of a kind. Then I, he takes it from you. I've never seen anything like this. Are, is everything okay there? Are people all right? Um, no, no, a lot of chaos and death. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Christ. Let me look uh, at the, the like, uh, yeah, but, but like, um, you know, like everybody seems like they're doing all right with like, you know, uh, the like, um, evacuation efforts and everything. Um, I'll, like I'll, trying to make things better, <laughs> but clearly giving more information. <laughs> um, uh, appear, there appears to have been, I, I don't know which island you were from um originally or your family hails from but um there seems to have been something at the temple of protection um that uh did did something uh, i'm not uh an expert in this sort of thing but there were some creatures expelling from it um and we were uh over there trying to do our best to um help with evacuation efforts, um, prevent any damage we could. Um, but it's, it's, it was, it was awful. Elkermon, I'm not going to lie. Not looking good. I also got this and he like lowers his like shirt a little bit and has the, the spike that's still sticking in him is there that he can't remove now, right? Um, correct. <laughs> I don't know if it affects me, but it's there. Correct. Uh, I may have to go to a hospital. Um, Elgermon. Magic doctor. Uh, Elgermon <laughs> says, um, I don't have much of a connection to the Isles anymore. Uh, but, you know, it's always terrible to hear about things like that. I'm, I'm sorry that, uh, I'm sorry about, you know, it sounds like it was rough. But I'm I'm glad that you all survived to come here and spend some coin. So, 
you get an opportunity, <laughs> what'll it be? Got any flying brooms? I do, I do not. Uh, I do not have any flying brooms right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any. I here. do have this. Uh, this you might yeah. love. Um, he picks up a, a tall oh. glass bottle um, with a cork in it, swirling mist inside. He says, if you pull the cork out and you uh, use the phrase, uh, the smoke will just pour from this bottle. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these, but uh, very popular. Lots of people love them. Uh, it just pours out of it, and then you got to say the phrase and pop it back in to seal it up. But uh, it's a good one. Uh, that seems cute. Yeah. It is. It's, it's what cute. What are these eyes of... Eyes of Charming. I uh, let's see. Ooh, these are uh, these are a spicy little number. These ones are. Uh, now they are not obviously. You know the name is a little misleading. Obviously, as you can see, they are lenses that fit over your eyes, not actual eyes. Um, yes, I think they'd look great on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, <laughs> he puts them on. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't we put those back down till you paid for them? Uh, but, uh, uh, you can use these to make people around you more amicable to you. What, what, what do you think, Belleroth? Uh, you, you have some, I, I feel like I, I look good in glasses too. Belleroth looks at, um, <laughs> Scarpin and notices that, like, it, the the glasses clearly, having not been attuned yet, are meant for like a humanoid face. <laughs> so they're just kind of like on his nose, and the eyes are a little offset. <laughs> I assume they'll move, but like it looks very silly. It looks like when cartoons put like glasses on that are not functional. Like they're just kind of there. <laughs> looks good. Looks great. Oh, oh, I'll take them. I'll take them, Elgrimon. Thank you. Well, um. I, I honestly I didn't expect you to be able to uh, come in here and and drop this kind of coin so quickly. I'm, that's exciting. I, uh, cool. Uh, well, I know I've zero out. gold. Uh, yes. Uh, what's oh, up? nope. Can't buy it. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no! What's going on? Oh no no no! I uh, misread my written down list of gold quantity. <laughs> <laughs> you miscounted your coins? Uh, how do, is that how you saw it here? It's almost a, a, a regional thing. He has a little ledger book that he's been keeping track of these ah, things. Yes. And he the, the memory. And then he started counting and, well. It's it's okay. Uh, Scarpin, I, I, can, I can do the thing that, that the lenses do, but without lenses. So oh. if we ever come across a person that you're like, I really wish I had those lenses... Yeah, you Maybe can that's make our like keyword for me to do the thing that I don't need the lenses for. Yeah, so I'll <laughs> keep an eye out. I'll keep an eye out. Excellent. Ah, it's a it's a joke because of eyes. So you're <laughs> not gonna buy the lenses then? Uh, no. no. Okay. He slides them back and puts them behind <laughs> the the glass to be cleaned. Check this out, Belroth. Uh, and Deeran like points with his like elbow. Uh, you said that you wanted like uh, some studded leather, man. Ooh, this stat looks awesome. Uh, Belroth walks over and he he inspects it and he he looks. He's very excited. And then he looks at the price tag. Uh, Diam's eyes. Oh, um, I do you have. 
Oh my ah, I see the um, glamoured uh, studded leather has taken your eye. It is a mere 12,320 gold for you to take this home with you today. A very rare piece indeed. I was so I was so surprised I mixed up two <laughs> exclamations. <laughs> no, man, I get it. Uh, it's like perfect for you, dude. <laughs> I was like, whoops. Yeah, no, man, I knew what you were saying. <laughs> it's crazy, but like... What good luck you have to like stumble across this, oh, right, man? Are you gonna buy it, Darren? Can you look look at the price tag? Oh, I don't. I can't take my hands out of my pockets. I can't oh, flip it around, I'm, man. Uh, Belaroff like take like positions it so Darren can see. Oh, giant eyes, man! <laughs> it's, it is. <laughs> oh man! Now you see why I mixed up our expressions. Honestly, though, like. Phew. That's so much gold. It's a rare. It, it it's a rare piece. You know, it's, it's do you, valuable. Do do you have something like this, but uh, less expensive? I mean, not like this. This is one of a kind. Uh, I don't have anything like this, but less expensive. Uh, but I could. Okay. I mean, I could get you some some studded armor if that's what you want. Some some leather armor. <sighs> I. Th- that's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm forty-five just, gold. This looks very. Oh, oh, forty-five gold. <laughs> Forty gold. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he points at the sign above the door oh, that says uh, "No negotiating." Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Forks it over. <laughs> um. Hey, Elgrimon. Yes, Ellery. Can you tell me a little bit about this? And she's going to point to the uh, recorder-looking item, the instrument of illusion. Uh, <laughs> I've decided it's a recorder so that every time I use it, I can go, Illusions. <laughs> Hot magic. <laughs> Cast a little, do a little. Hot magic. So, uh, yes, this is an uh, instrument of illusions. Uh, while you are playing the musical instrument, you can create a harmless, illusory visual effect within a five-foot radius sphere centered on the instrument. If you are a bard, the radius increases to 15 feet. Uh, sample Ooh. visual effects include luminous music. I like that they said sample here. Here's some samples, guys. Uh, <laughs> sample. I imagine Elgrimon's trying to yeah, sample. Yeah, yeah. Check this out. Uh, uh, yeah. Check this <laughs> out. He's like, here are some, uh, here are some samples that uh, have come with the flute in case you're, uh, the recorder here in case you're curious. <laughs> and then as he's uh blowing these notes in um uh, a, a spectral dancer uh dances over his head to hot <laughs> to cross buns your spectral dancer 
<laughs> dancing for magic. How does one dance to hot cross buns? And then the dance, <laughs> it just like twirls over his head and then it like bursts into butterflies. Uh, and then the butterflies fly up and poof into gently falling snow. Uh, I like the idea of samples because all I can think of is paint swatches. <laughs> but for like magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the magical effects have neither substance nor sound, uh, and they are obviously illusory, but the effects ends when you stopped playing. I think that, I think I'm, her hands start like, like her fingers are, are moving, uh, but they're not like, you can tell that they're by her, they're down by her sides, like in her pockets, but like her fingers are itching for this. (laughs) Um, I think that I'm going to buy it. I would love, I would love to make it look like the snow was falling outside, even if the snow is not falling outside. Ellery. Can you imagine anything better than that? I would be thrilled for you to purchase this. That would be, uh, you know, the first purchase of your group of anything of significance and not mundane uh, or a tattoo. You did buy a tattoo, (laughs) Belroth. I did buy a tattoo, but that's fine. You can. I would be thrilled. Blow me off. It's fine. I would be thrilled, Ellery. Um, Okay. She uh, counts out 190 gold, and she hands it over. She accepts it uh, uh, happily. Um, and then she kind of, like, looks at it like she's waiting for permission to pick it up. And he nods. He gives. He nods his permission. So She takes it and, like, holds it and observes it in her hands. Like, she's, she really wants to test it out, but she knows how um, precious spellstone magic is, and she doesn't want to waste the charges. <laughs> so the Instrument of Illusion does have... Four charges um, and a capacity of four charges. So it's full right now. When you use the instrument, uh, one charge is good for one hour. And then uh, it takes two spell stones to recharge um, a charge. Four charges, two spell stones, one hour. Hey, uh, Deeran, um, I don't know if you saw this one, but this, uh... uh... His face is mashed up against the window. <laughs> like, he's not touching anything with his hands, but his face is, like, pressed against the window while he stares at the hat of wizardry. <laughs> oh, I see. You've seen the thing that I was pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, man? Sorry, I got distracted by this hat. That was what I wanted to show. <laughs> Never mind. It's fine. I'm just gonna... I've got everything I need, I think. <laughs> It's so stupid looking, <laughs> but like I feel like I really need it, man. Ah, the hat of wizardry. Yeah, Elgrimen. Hey, uh, I know you said like no hands and pockets all the time, man. But like, uh, and he shakes his coin pouch, uh, like through his robes. Can I, like, put down a deposit to try this thing on? Yes, you can put down a deposit of 160 gold, uh, and then you can wear it for one minute, and if you are displeased, I will give you half your gold back. Oh, come on, man. I just want to make sure it fits first before I, like, Dear and I, uh, buy it. So, okay, here's the thing about this hat. Uh, it will fit you. I promise it will fit you. Well, I mean, not like physically fit, man. Like, I mean, like, you know, will it like fit my you see aesthetic, this, He man. picks up the hat. He says, you see this hat? What do you see? What do you see when you look at yeah. this hat? 
I see a cone-shaped, like, old-style wizard hat. You know, like, my grandpa's grandpa would have worn if he were a wizard instead of, like, a boat captain. You know what I mean? The last wizard, the wizard who sold this to me, who walked in here with this hat. His whole outfit looked like this, okay? But he says the guy he got it from used to wear purple and gold trim robes and the hat was a big, tall purple cone with golden stars all over it and a little tassel at to- on the top. And when he took it from that wizard, as he bonded to it, the hat changed to match him. Oh, man, that's so cool. Do you think that'll happen for that's- me, Elgerman? I mean, yes, that's why I told you the hat would fit you. That, that's what I was... Yes, I do, Deeran. Elgerman, what oh, if it? Man. What if he doesn't have any good sense in fashion? What will the hat do? I don't know, but it'll fit him perfectly. Well, well, I guess we'll find out. Good thing I don't have to worry about that, Belroth. And he does like a twirl. Leash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but maybe the guy I sell it to next will have to worry about that. Good, good looking out, man. Uh, and Deeran plops down the gold for that, uh, and then. In addition to that, uh, goes, hey, man, I know it says no, uh, you know, no, no negotiation, but would you be willing to let go of uh, that, that scroll of mind whip that you got back there? Uh, would you be willing to let that go for 199 instead of 200 Oh, dear, and I can lend you I a gold I can lend piece. you a gold. It sounds like no, no I'm not. Uh, sounds like you have plenty of other options to get that. Uh, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to make sure that we always have a shop to come back to. If <laughs> if Elgromon starts, you know, discounting scrolls at uh, minus a gold piece uh, every time somebody comes in, then what's that scroll going to cost a, a year from now? It's going to be... Not worth it for him to stay in Ellery, business. I appreciate Yeah, it would be you. a real shame if, like, we got cheaper stuff from it <laughs> because we weren't willing to spend it, you know? Listen, I think that if the thing that we want is worth wanting, then it's worth paying the price that is on the price tag. Was that, like, a your grandma one? No, my grandma never said that because in our village, we don't actually use uh, money for buying things from each other. We actually use just goods and services that we trade because we work together as a community. I appreciate that. I think that's very noble. Uh, but it is 200 gold uh, here. So I, if it's any consolation, will take the money you give me and trade it for goods and services. So it's kind of like you traded their goods and services to me for these things. Cool. Uh, uh, so which one of y'all uh, will give me the one gold then? Ellery hands it over. Oh, that's so cool. I, I would yeah, have recommended so- the Wand of Magic Missiles, but it has one charge <coughs> and it's a six spellstone reach. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck that. <laughs> well, so what I was wondering with the Wand of Magic Missiles, Anthony, because this is our first time having a like a magic item that has its own charges and recharges. Correct. It. 
How does that work with spell stuff? Those are ignored. I know that's like really crunchy. And so listeners, <laughs> if you don't care about mechanics that Anthony has made up, I'm well, so sorry. Well, this is going to be a very short conversation. Uh, <laughs> those are ignored. So uh, this object has one use to it before it must be recharged. <laughs> and it takes six spell stones to recharge. That <laughs> that super sucks yeah, sometimes uh, magic trolled. items aren't going to be good that's a choice you Is have it to just make like, <laughs> so those charges and recharges are just automatically generated yes or or I didn't know if you balanced them I don't uh, they are um, the number of charges an item can have will always be between 1 and 5 no matter what about the item uh, whatever it is it can have between 1 and 5 charges um, spell stones per charge is based on rarity. So there is a range at which any item can fall in based off its rarity. Uh, and as items become more uh, rare, the amount it takes to charge them up becomes higher. So that's why if you look at that ring of fire Got elemental it. command, uh, it has 30 spellstone to recharge. The other side of that, though, is that the number of spellstones it takes to charge a thing, the higher the number of spellstones that it charges, the lower the price comparatively. Got it. So if we had two Ring of Elemental, Fire Elemental Command, one of them is a spellstone per charge 30, and one of them was at 60, the price would be lower for the 61 than it would be for the 31. Got it. Man, I want that. It's a million gold. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary Man, items are uh, can be very expensive. Okay. Uh, Yikes. Uh, Elgaron, I, w I, I wish I you could. You get another tattoo? This. You want another tattoo? Is that what's happening? I really, there's a couple, but the masquerade tattoo looks great. I just don't have the money. Um, that seems like it would have been useful, but I, I also like not dying. So that's why I took the armor. The boring unenchanted armor yes <sighs> Boy. Right, uh, El Elgaron, yes. you know you know i eat a lot mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and every uh, this pouch over here that's very interesting every time i smell and think of a different spice it smells different what is that oh uh, yes well you are looking at a very special a special piece of magical power here um, let me see where this is. Aha. You're looking at a, uh, there's a, an old wizard named Heward. And Heward was uh, a bit of an aficionado for the, the cooking arts. So this is Heward's handy spice pouch. He made a dozen of these to try and uh, commercialize. Couldn't get uh, anyone to, uh, you know, pick up the, the process because it, it's an Im immense amount of spellstone to make them. Uh, and then they're just uh, they're, they're too too high on the overhead for most places to, to bother with. But uh, they're very cool. Um, they're so nice. The belt uh, pouch, it looks like it's empty. And then uh, while you're holding it, you can think of, of the spice like you mentioned. And uh, it'll just be filled with that. Uh, and a pinch is enough to season a single meal. And then you're you're you've got it you've got to pull out that little pinch of uh stuff you put it on there and boom uh your food is delicious wow 
I, I think I need okay. that. Yes. yes this I'll, one's I'll very it. nice. You'll be able to do that five times. Uh, you know, get in there and get a little pinch of something. Uh, and then you will have to use some spellstone to uh, to re-empower it. It's, it's, uh, Heward didn't do a great so- job of uh, creating this thing that uh, well, it's a little uh, intense. It's a hungry uh, little pouch. But uh, yes, yes, it'll fit right in. Perfect. <laughs> great, great, great. Oh, I'm going to go try yeah, it out. He, he hands it Ready to you. Leaves. So it just makes food taste good? Yes, food tastes good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Um, I got these. Uh, Endearin, like, tries to figure out a way to take the two, like, gemstones that they found out of his pockets while keeping his <laughs> hands in his pockets. Uh, so, like, he, like, lifts his coat up and, like, lays part of the, like, coat on the table uh, and then, like, tries to, like, smooth it, like... <laughs> Flip them out of yeah, his you're, pocket. You're pushing things like off. I'm, I'm sure I'm knocking oh, yeah. shit over. Yeah, you're pushing like, things aside, and like he keeps like running over and like putting his hands on, it, like trying to keep stuff from falling <laughs> off the counters. And he's like, "All right, Dieran, Dieran, okay, all right." Uh, in this pocket right here, is this what you're what you're trying to go for? Yeah, man. There's there's two. There's there's well, there's one more gem in there that looks just like that one. Uh, I wasn't sure if you knew like what these were. Uh, he picks it up. And he looks at it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what these are, but um, I mean, I could buy them from you if you want. But uh, but if there's, I'm, I'm going to pay you what I would pay for like a gemstone. I don't know if there's something special about them or not. Well, what is that? Oh, I mean, these are pretty nice. Yeah, um, I'd say I'd pay you 40 gold for this. I don't know, man. They look like the kind of gemstones that you could, like, use for magical reagents. You know what I mean? He puts it down. He says, well, I won't touch it if I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) I appreciate that, man. Uh, You you mind just, like, dropping it back in my pocket then? Well, now we're at an impasse, because if I'm not going to touch it, (laughs) <laughs> and you can't take your hands out of the pockets uh ellery would you mind putting that uh in his pocket for me please yeah no problem Elgrimon. i just feel like it's and it's only fair that if we're uh if i ask you not to touch things you're not gonna buy i don't touch things i'm not gonna buy no i think it's a really good idea to model the expectation of behavior you have in your clients thank you ellery i appreciate that all right cool um well <laughs> Uh, will you at least put the hat on me then, Elgorman? Since it like was uh, yours it's and not now mine, is and I'm mine. not buying it. So uh, I feel like it's not appropriate for me to touch this hat anymore. Dearin, do you want me to put the hat on your head? I mean, I've got to wear it, right? Because it feels I can't... it feels a bit more ceremonial that way too. It feels like someone is 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 placing this hat upon you. Ellery, that's so kind of you. Yeah, I would love that, man. Uh, she do. So, uh, as she places it on your head, uh, immediately the band like snaps to the right size around your head. Uh, so it now fits perfectly. It still looks the same right now, but it fits perfectly. Sure. It's, so it's still like uh, dark blue with like bright gold stars and like on it. Shabby, or right? It looks like real rundown yeah. and shabby. 
It, it clashes with you perfectly, Diren. Uh, Belroth, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not from Demon Isles, but, like, if that's supposed to be a compliment, man, uh, mm. it's not. <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> I thought, cool, I, I, cool. was I not clear? I'm sorry. It just looks ridiculous, but I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, neat. <laughs> now I know how you felt when I made fun of your tattoo. Uh, it, it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. Let that be a lesson. Speaking of, speaking of hurting. Teaching moment. Um, maybe with our time, should we go try to find the healer to look at your chest, Oh, Bellera? yes, please. <laughs> if no one has anything else that they I, I want to buy, Elgar Minute has been a pleasure. Stomach, and now I have to sleep on my back, and it's been a real hard habit to break. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Scarpin? I left. <laughs> oh. Sorry. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, he's just gone. <laughs> Scarpin? Oh, okay. Uh, um, all right, Elgrimon. As always, a true pleasure, a true delight. You as well, Thank you Ellery. for everything you that you have well, here. Ellery. Enjoy that uh, instrument. I will. I'll let you know how it yes. goes. Uh, and I'm so pleased that you bought something. I, finally, someone from this group bought something, and it just it tickles I, El- me. Elgrimon, I bought, I bought that tattoo. <laughs> he doesn't respond. <laughs> okay. I spent all my money, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, and and Deeran like uses his chin to like roll the scroll off the like off the counter oh and like God. squishes it against his chest to walk out the door with, uh, as it like crumples against the like open door uh, until he's outside when he can use his hands again. Uh, and he just stuffs it inside the inside pocket of his jacket, like it's just all crumply. And Perfect. It's like a sixth grader's oh, backpack. Yeah. Oh in yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are heading to the healer in town? Yes, please. Okay. So you head to the uh, local uh, chapter of the Celestial Host that does most of the healing in town. Um, the building is fairly small. This part of, ta- of the this part of the world, you're right near Ashland, and Ashland has a lot of uh, Celestial Host. Uh, temples and uh, places of worship and and quite big ones Uh, but people sort of travel to those so this is a much smaller ordeal um, than than those big ones that that people would would go to Uh, this isn't a destination per se it just is someone who helps out the town so uh, when you arrive it's a very small home there is a a space where someone like lives in the back and then a a side room for the healing arts where there's uh, a line of four beds uh the human woman who is sitting at a little desk in the living area as you uh, enter the space uh turns and she says ah welcome children of the light um, hello. Uh, I would like to see a healer about a barb that is embedded into my skin. That would be me. I am Barilla. It is a pleasure to meet you. The pasta? Uh, yep. I guess so. 
<laughs> she is B-E-R-Y-L-L-A, but we'll go with, that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. Maria. Maria. <laughs> no, no. Barilla, um, but thank you. Barilla. Uh, Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, man, he's not from here. I totally, so, nope, you I know. totally understand. That's how we pronounce it. In the I've, I've had to tell um, Elgrimon several times that it is Barilla. Not Barilla. Not, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a I just man. want to say, I feel like I have to whisper in here. But you have a beautiful ambiance. It's very nice. It feels like a good environment for getting healed. We try to make sure that the people who come through here are put at ease uh, and felt and kept comfortable. Loud noises can be a real distraction when you're trying to heal. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Usually I'm trying to do it in the middle of fighting going on. And boy, does that mess with your brain. She nods. Where where should I go, or should I just show you the, the oh, wound oh, right Oh yes, now? of course, of course. Uh, follow me, and she takes you into the the side room uh, with. Can I bring with... Can I bring Freya? Is that okay? Oh, of course. Okay, be good. <laughs> Freya, like it looks uh, like hurt, wounded. <laughs> you think she'd be good, and she knocks something over she, on her way in. She, uh, I, <laughs> clearly on purpose, like an incense of like lavender. Yeah. Just, <laughs> loud noise. Everyone falls asleep. <laughs> Lavender's good. So enough. go ahead and have a seat here, and uh, tell yep. me what's wrong. <laughs> the little paper. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I just have this, and he like opens his like armor i guess and like reveals she, this she like, pulls back old... a privacy screen while you're uh taking your shirt down and there's an incessant beeping and you're not <laughs> sure where it's from but you can't escape it it's always the same volume no matter where you are in the hospital uh in the healing center sorry um and he chose the the barb um i wasn't i've had an encounter with a I want to say devil-like demonic creature. It sort of put it in here. A, right. A, okay, I'm sure the creature was very fearsome. Um, it was very. It hurt. She. I had a second one, but I ripped that one out first. I, I, this one, I didn't have a time to for a lot of reasons, and it seemed to have embedded itself. She pokes the skin around the uh, barb, and you can... Like it's very uncomfortable, very painful. Uh, like mm-hmm. pain blossoms under wherever she presses against your skin. Ah. And then she gives it just the tiniest little like pull, uh, ah. and that whole area just. Ooh. Uh, did, did that hurt? Oh yes, very much. Ouch. I'm. I. I'm going to try something. Okay. She closes her eyes um, and she opens them back up and she says, did that work? Did what work? Is it gone? He looks down. It's not gone. (laughs) (laughs) It does not seem to be gone. Mm. I'll have to try something. I just want the... uh I just want the audience to know that this is pretty realistic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a visual bit of nothing happening. Continue. I uh, (laughs) will have to try something more serious. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she turns behind her and goes to a small shelf. She brings back uh, a vial of blood and a candle. Oh, okay. Um, she places the candle. It's getting less accurate. <laughs> <laughs> we don't Is know it? what's about to happen. <laughs> she pulls. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, she pulls the cork on the vial of blood. And she pours it into her hands and rubs it uh, onto both of her hands. Um, <laughs> Sterile! <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, begins to speak quietly, even more quietly. Um, and she says, Iora, god of blood and light, bring me your guidance, your wisdom, that we may face this darkness within this person and heal them of their ails. And she breathes out onto her hands and a flame erupts wherever the blood is on her hands. Um, And she uses that flame to light the candle uh, and it burns away quickly off of her hands and they seem to be fine. Um, And she holds the candle forward towards your chest just to the end of this, uh, the, the barb that is stuck in you. Um, and as she moves the candle towards you, like the second the flame touches the barb, the flame winks out. Oh, that has not happened before. Uh, this has not happened before either, so I... You said this creature was uh, a fearsome monster. Mm-hmm. Yes, a uh, tail full of barbed, uh, just like this. Um, and d- d- I would say demonic-looking wings. You uh, say, like, like you? I, I don't like that. I don't really appreciate that description. Um, but I, I guess that is a, the closest description. Um I don't consider myself demonic. I'm more devil-like. It's very subtle. Demonic, very gross. Devil, handsome. Just want to make that clear. Okay. Um, sh- so don't say that again, is what I'm trying to say. I, I don't understand. I, I, I guess I've, um, I'm not as traveled as many of our visitors tend to be. I've not seen a creature like that, and I don't have the means uh, to help you by more mundane methods. And it doesn't look like uh, I'm going to get much help with my magic either. I don't think there's anything I can do for you here. Well, do I owe you a copay? That's the important part. Of course not. We help. Okay, good. uh, There is a donation box you're welcome to donate to. um, If you feel like uh, there was a... uh, You would like to help support future people getting health. Uh, provided for them that that would be something I, you could do sure um do, do you know of any uh we're traveling we're traveling on um the road i don't know if you have any person i could seek out to get this inspected because it doesn't i mean from my mild understanding of medicine this doesn't look infected but it doesn't look like it's able to go away by um divine arcane alchemical uh any of those easier means that we usually use if you were headed and to the touching it is a, the nightmare i hate it if you were headed to the high basilica there are many who are more skilled with that kind of magic than i am uh, if you are not headed to the high basilica 
but you find yourself in the vicinity of the Brass Palace. There is a large, um, there there is a a large enclave of healers there, um, and not all of them follow the same traditions that I follow. You may find okay. others with more unique outlooks that could help you on your way. Oh, that's excellent! Thank you so much. I, I um, uh, Brilla. I I said your name correct. I will uh, I will I will recommend. I will refer. I will mention your name. I don't know what I'm trying to say. This, it's still, I'm still, it still hurts a little bit after it was touched. So I'm just a little frazzled. Seek out the enclave there. Then perhaps there is some help you can find. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. Indeed. Uh, your time has now essentially expired. Uh, the caravan is preparing outside. That um, has been using. Uh, Redbridge is a way stop and they're getting ready to move on in the last leg of their journey. Well, let's... Hey, man, uh, everything work out good for you in there? Uh, Belroth shakes his head no. Still uh, there. Still hurts. Not infected. Um, oh, that's good. Embedded. You gotta be quiet in here. Sorry. The whole time Ellery was like, hey, who knocked over this every time? Who knocked over this incense? Deeran. <laughs> Deeran. <laughs> I guess it, it probably was me, honestly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was Freya. <laughs> Freya. Oh, well, if Freya's going to get in trouble, like, blame me. Freya it's stands okay. near the donation box. Uh, he oh, reaches Freya stands down. near the donation box and looks at Belroth. <laughs> do you want to give it some treats i don't know what you want from me they didn't pops he pops in five quarters. Take, it. <laughs> take that off i bought nothing but nothing information rob you bought information <laughs> for five gold <laughs> That sounds like a steal with it. Honestly, information yeah. is the treasure, Rob. <laughs> Usually, when we get information, one of our family members die. So it's, this seems like a good price. All right, uh, I guess. Yeah, we should be getting yes, back. Yes, let's get going. Scarpin meets y'all at to anybody the here? caravan. Scarpin's already left again. <laughs> Where did Scarpin go? Well, I just I, I had left and I had. Met up with him, what uh, has Scarpin been up to? I said I, I got my spices. And I'm gonna go try them out. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you left. Well, like, what have you been doing? Sure, sure. I, was, I said uh, Scarpin's gonna meet you at the caravan. <laughs> so, <laughs> go on. This is still in the doctor's office. So this is Mike the player asking. Not, sure. Uh... <laughs> sure. You hadn't left the healer's office, so I wasn't there to speak with you. So I said, <laughs> Scarpin meets them at the caravan, and then... Sure. Yeah. And then I here, asked, here where had you been? No, hold on, hold on. We get to the caravan. Great. We've gotten oh, to the you caravan. guys have gotten to the caravan? <laughs> hey, Scarpin, what have you been up to in the past hour? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not much. Just Touché. waiting for y'all. Let's get going. <laughs> Wait, like you haven't been like doing anything? You've just been sitting here, man. Did I, you try I, your spices? I, I didn't. I, I couldn't find uh, any 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 
thing to eat and then I, I lost y'all and I got worried and so I just waited here and you were talking and you couldn't hear me and I was very <laughs> no, I'm ready to go <laughs> okay uh, a dwarf with a big pot belly uh, comes around the corner of the caravan and he says hey move along move along we don't need your kind hanging around Oh, well, hello. Uh, we are the Expedition Society of Songs and s- Shit. Secrets? <laughs> no? <laughs> songs and Shit. Adventure. <laughs> I love it. Songs and Shit. Adventures. We're the... Uh, she looks around. She's like, oh my gosh. Sorry. I, uh, this was the... I was... <clears throat> hello. We're the Expedition Society of Songs and Adventures, and we are here to escort your caravan to the Brass Palace. Oh, you need to be speaking to the caravan master then. Follow okay. me. Uh, oh. And what's your name? I'm Gallet. Gallet? It's so nice to meet you. I'm Ellery. He trundles off uh, in a direction toward the head of the caravan. Are you following? I'm following. Oh, oh sorry. Yep. He quicker on his feet than I expected. He actually kind of is. You know, for a heavy set dwarf, <laughs> he's moving pretty fast. Um, and he makes his way up to the front. He's got a, a big, wide, floppy uh, leather hat that's been, like, oiled so that the, the rain will just, like, bead off of it. Um, he's got a big, long leather duster that's scraping the ground as he walks. Um, and he carries a little, uh, like, a switch uh, that he moves past uh, the the carriages and the oxen. Um, it's like one he he's like brushing flies away from oxen and stuff like that. But you think like maybe it could be a little more. It's probably for herding the animals along. Um, ah. He's, so he trudges up to the front. Uh, he's like, Talia, Talia, we got uh, your, your recruit to come in. Uh, from the lead caravan, uh, an older woman, she's about four feet tall. And she has uh, gray hair down to like the middle of her back, um, creases on her uh, like tan skin. And she comes out and she says, oh, you're the adventurers, are you? We are. I am Ellery and this is Belleroth, Deeran and Scarpin. Uh, when she says Deeran, Deeran is not there. Uh, Deeran has spaced out uh, in his back. Uh, where where they left him. Oh, uh this is this is Belleroth and Scarpin. Uh Deeran will be along in just a minute, I'm sure. I paid for four, I expect four. Uh, he's he's back there. He's just uh checking the rear flank for uh defensive purposes. I'll 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 go get him. I'll go get him. And Belleroth goes back to get uh Deeran. Well, uh, I don't know about a lot of you, but uh, the, the broker here says you're good, so I'm going to have to go ahead and take his word for it. We're very happy to be here, and might I say, your hair is beautiful. I love how long it is. I tried to grow mine out that long, and I just couldn't do it. Well, it doesn't uh, take any real skill. You just wait a long time. Uh, so, my name is Talia. If you need anything, you can come and talk to me. Uh, this is hopefully going to be a pretty easy, uh, trek on the way to the Brass Palace. 
but, you know, times are tight and you never know. So that's why I have uh, contracted with you. Uh, of course, it will be the agreed upon 20 gold when you arrive uh, for each of you. And then we'll, um, you know, top, top coin for this voyage. It is a pleasure and an honor to be moving alongside you, Talia. Uh, Belroth, when you get to Diren, uh, you see him like staring at his reflection in a puddle uh, <laughs> as he's like turning the hat just a little <laughs> bit like at a time, trying to get it to like look just right. Diren, I'm... Uh, uh, hey, man. Uh, hey. What's going on out there? Oh, we're um we're we're meeting. That we wanted to um meet with the the head of the caravan. I'm sorry I insulted your hat. I don't I don't. I'm not normally like that. I I don't know why I was so aggressive about that. I, I mean, I assumed you were like good natured ribbing me, uh, because like honestly, and he looks down uh back at the puddle again, and he looks up at dear uh Belroth again, and goes, honestly, man, this hat's pretty sweet. Belroth bites his tongue, and um, uh, and like Deeran twists it one more time. Uh, part of the like shabbiness uh, is like getting more pronounced. Uh, there's like it's starting to like curl over some. <laughs> oh goodness, it's getting worse. <laughs> it it's quite interesting. It looks more weathered than when we originally got it. Yeah, man, I think it's really starting to blend with me. Uh. Well, let, let's go to the front. We, we just, they just want to confirm that there are four adventurers and we're ready to go. And oh, if yeah, they ask man. why you are behind here, just say you are uh, investigating the rear defenses. I can totally say that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this time Deeran follows along. Okay. There'll be three meals a day. Um, we'll stop at, at uh, midday but only for about 20 minutes. So eat fast, uh, fires at night, and then we'll be rolling right around dawn. That sounds excellent. Um, if you need anything from us, we are happy to help out in any other extra ways, but otherwise we'll be keeping to ourselves and keeping an eye out on the roads. Well, I don't have any animals for you, so you'll have to be on foot with the caravan, uh, watching the, the uh, you know, however it is that you want to keep the caravan safe is up to you. But uh, uh, if you need anything, talk to Gallet. He'll be out with you as well. All right. Thank you so much, Talia. Hey, everybody, the back looks good. Good. <sighs> Deeran. She gets, she climbs up into the front of the carriage after an exasperated sigh. <laughs> thank, thank you for checking like we asked you to. Yeah, not a problem, man. Hey, uh, I'm Deeran. She's already gone. <laughs> That's Talia Deeran. She's very nice. Hey, I'm Deeran. Gallet pokes his head from around the corner and he looks at you and he scowls. Uh, and he just turns back around. I like your hat, Gallet. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't we go um away from I don't know. Yeah, how are we gonna do this? Well this, I feel this caravan's pretty long. I, it's about I eight mean, I feel uh like eight car like carriages long. 
um, probably makes sense to have uh, kind of be dispersed in between all of them? Or do we want, say, three people dispersed in between all eight and one person taking a break or looking at a flank or something? Cause... Oh, I would kill for a break, man. And Deren, like, hops on the back of a close carriage. <laughs> Deren, we haven't even started. Uh, yeah. And he's eating <laughs> He's eating the snacks uh, that, like, he had fed, fed Freya earlier. Uh, hey, hey, Freya, you want some of these too, man? Uh, and he just, like, throws some on the ground. She, like, quickly um, just, like, goes at them. <laughs> <laughs> Would eight caravans be uh, front to back less than 120 feet? Oh, math. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's 15 feet per caravan divided, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if we do want to, if we want to take two in the front and two in the back, um, I could just, if, if I'm in the front, if something's coming up on the road... I can let y'all know. I can I can do a thing with my brain that I put a thing in your brain. Oh. Like a like a like a note, but okay. in my words in your head. Oh, you can cast message. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. I studied message and decided I don't need it. Oh. <laughs> oh well. But I'm super glad you can. Like, that's super useful for Flashback you. Flashback to yeah, Darren no. getting an F in message like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we could do that just to let you know where to go. And maybe we could find a signal if you're in the back and something's coming up from there. Maybe maybe something that that you could do to let yeah. us know. Well, oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I could fire a ray of frost into the trees. Um... You, yeah, you, yeah, like a, like a little flare. Uh, frost. <laughs> um, uh, well, Not fire. I, <laughs> I, I was thinking. <laughs> um, actually, uh, Ellery, I think it might make more sense if you're in the rear of the, the, um, caravan because what if the last caravan gets peeled off and the rest of the caravan doesn't notice especially in say the twilight hours well sure that would be absolutely that's why i'm trying to troubleshoot something so we have a message from the front and the back yes i think that's a good uh well i think that's a good idea and i think maybe i could also use freya to send like send freya to notify you all as well because freya is faster than me uh by you know 10 feet but oh hey still. what about this and Diran hops out of the back of the carriage uh and runs to the very back of the uh the caravan which has just started moving the caravan is now starting to roll perfect uh and so once he finally gets there like luckily the the caravan is coming with him right uh, and so once once he gets there, he's going to yell out to uh, everyone where they were. Can you hear me, man? <laughs> Dalit comes around the corner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I meant uh, I meant the rest of my group up there. Oh, 
Do we roll to hear? Or? Um, no, you can hear him. It's fine. You hear him okay. yelling like distantly. So okay, um, <laughs> uh, Scarfin gives a thumbs up. Ellery, <laughs> Ellery points to <laughs> Deeran, and she sings, "Here, Numerito, we send message, we send message, sending out the details through a link between our minds." Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Perfect, man! Why don't we do this? <laughs> Ellery looks at Belroth and, and Scarfin and says, oh, I just feel like my way's better. Your way is definitely better. Um, why don't you and Scarfin take the front and me and Deeran take the back? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> So, Belroth, as you and Freya make your way toward the back, uh, as the uh, caravan begins to travel down the road and out of Redbridge and on to the Brass Palace. DM Anthony here just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show tell your friends tell your family uh, let people know word of mouth and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media including our discord where you can come and hang out with some great people we'll see you there and until next week I wish you nothing but critical success Serious business.